Hi, I'm Mary Stack. I'm playing Georgie Sullivan, born and raised Brindle Bayon, who owns the local yarn store, Knitwit Haven. She just wants to spread the love of knitting and solve crime with her friends. Hi, I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I'll be playing Birdie, our blue-haired cool grandma. She's a music lover, a former groupie, and she is the town menace. I'm Willow Wilson. I'm playing Renette Bollinger, a retired costume designer with as much sass as she has exes. You can recognize her from a mile away by her sequined blazers, big cat eye glasses, and very projecting voice. listening. This is Roll to Metal, an actual play campaign based on the tabletop role-playing game Brindlewood Bay by Jason Cordova. Bertie, Ronette, and Georgie don't know what they're in for, but I can let you in on a secret. These ladies are about to encounter a series of peculiar murders. At first, it may seem that they will solve the murder of the week and move on, but that is not what is about to happen. As they meddle about various crime scenes from time to time, they will discover a different kind of clue. A clue that will lead them towards a darker conspiracy. But you don't need to worry about that for now. We will just follow their antics and remember these happier times in the future. If you would like to help, consider writing a review, sharing a link, telling a friend, or visiting us at actualstorypodcasting.com. Okay? Let's go. You know what? There are a number of cars in the parking lot. It looks like they're, that uh, Calliope's having a busy afternoon. We're sitting in the car because I deserve it after that performance. Whatever you need, dear. I turn on 39 and Holden by Jerry Lee Lewis and we listen to it. Your emotional well-being is more important to me. Thank you. <laughs> it's more important to me as too. <laughs> glad that we're on the same page about that because... I mean, that's what friendship is all about, right? We've got a good bedrock there. <laughs> Birdie's emotional well-being. <laughs> well, let's look at this bag. <laughs> when you first saw Pickles wearing this, it definitely looked like a messenger bag. But now that it's not on him, it's just a sizable purse uh, with some nice stripes on it. So you're in Ringo and Ronette was the one who rolled for the clue. So who is who has hands on the bag? Oh, that would... that. That'd probably be me. Yeah, yeah. you still got yeah. it, right? Yes. There is an old tennis ball down there at the bottom of the bag. And inside one of the pockets of the bag is this folded map that Hank told you about. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Can I open it up and glean whatever information I can? I will absolutely tell you everything you want to know about this map, keeping in mind that it is a void clue. Yes. And not directly applying to this mystery. Yes. This looks like a map from the 1950s, 
It is of the St. Lawrence River, and it marks out many of the islands, including Brindlewood Bay. There is a red circle around an island far up to the north end of the archipelago. All right. So that's something to uh, to keep in mind. So there are at least a thousand islands here. Do any of you think of yourselves as experts in all of these islands? Do you Definitely know? not. Yeah. Georgie, maybe. Not an expert. I feel like definitely some, the more interesting sounding ones, but the no one that's going to be like a yeah. little hick town or something, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've definitely looked at any of the ones that Paul McCartney is rumored to have bought property on. You know what? That's true. So maybe more than more than I initially thought. Georgie's the most likely to know stuff. Yeah. Well, she's lived here all her life and she's a history teacher. So I'm assuming that they do like a a local history sort of month. (laughs) Georgie, you definitely know this. And probably, Bertie, you've come across this too. Uh, You know, this, well, this part is not a secret. A lot of the smaller privately owned islands change names when new people buy them. So they'll just say, I don't want to live on that island anymore. I'm going to put out a new sign and call it this. So definitely, just off the top of your head, since the 1950s, maybe half of these islands have changed names since then. Around where you are, Brindlewood Bay is one of the larger islands in this cluster. And some of the other larger ones are around you. And so those are the ones with like the uh, the small towns that might have a few hundred people living on them. When you get far up to the north and far down to the south, they get smaller and smaller and spread out and spread out. So unless there is a reason for you to have kept up on sort of the far-flung small islands, you may not know off the top of your head what they're named now or even what they were named 10 years ago. But you may. You may have a friend who lives up there somewhere. You may have a brother. You may have a contact that knows this area better. Do you think we should call in my brother? Yes, because I think this map looks like a future plot point and not a current one, you know, mm-hmm. from from like a book perspective, of course. Oh, yeah, I, I fully understand. We're, we're not we're like we're not near the end of this mystery, you know. Right. Right. Again, from a book perspective and no other perspective. Obviously. Yeah. Agreed. So we can call in my brother. He, he also might be able to give us some, some information on the island, on the one that's circled in the map. Um and uh, help us find Mr. Clegg calling up my brother. From my glove compartment, I pull out a flask and I'm like, before, do you want? Oh, thank God. Okay. Yep. That one's tequila. Yeah. I- I'll drink it anyway. <laughs> you know what? I might have vodka in the, in the, just oh give me God, one second. Do you? That would be, honestly, just thank you. Just, I, <laughs> I open the back to see if I've like got vodka anywhere. I do find a separate flask. It could so be. Much, it's probably. Vodka. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> kind of fun that way, right? How we like it. Yeah, it's how we like. It. Okay, I take a big old swig and dial my brother's number. One ring. Two rings. Three rings. Oh, Ron, Ron. Hey, Flippy, it's your favorite sister. How you doing? Oh, I'm just fine, just fine. How are you? I'm all right. I'm, uh, are you in the area, Brendawood area? 
I'm to the south. I'm actually uh, down towards the falls. Oh, but nice. uh, yeah, why? You you invite me over for dinner? Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we just oh, you know, uh, my friends and I. Um, I know your line of work. You're you're you know you're still doing your thing. Um, the share the the deputy here in in Brentwood Bay is just real overworked, and we're just helping her out. Um. And we're just hoping you could help us find someone. There's just someone we need to find. Might might be a dangerous person, might not be. Um, but you know, we just it's just important that we find this guy. And I think I think you'd be able to help us out. What like a like a private investigator? Yeah, you're hiring me to to look for one of your exes. <laughs> oh God, I'm so glad he's not one of my exes. Um, but yeah, private investigate. Sure, why not? All right, I'll tell you what. You get the family discount. What is it that you need? There's a there's a Mr. Clegg somewhere. C L E G G. He was here in Prentlewood Bay at a at a concert uh, yesterday. Um, some stuff went down there. We got into a fight, and we're just trying to track down everyone who was involved in that fight to figure out what what's going on. All right, I hear you. I hear you. So you want me to find this Clegg and uh, and what? Bring him to the altar for you? That. <laughs> There is like a full minute of silence as I just do the biggest fucking eye roll. You you're still there? And take another another deep swig of the mystery alcohol. Hello? Um, st- yep, run, still run. here. Still All here, right. Pipip. Okay. Um yep, just just help us help us find this guy. We need to talk to him. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I'll see you got uh is this uh you under a, a time crunch there? Uh, yeah, there is a bit of a time crunch going on. Um, yeah. All right, well, I'll tell you what, I can get up there, uh, eh, well, heck, I think I can be there by dinner. Wonderful. Uh, there's a lovely gluten-free place down the street from where I am right now. Um, I'll take you there. All right, and, uh, we'll put it on your tab, right? For the, for the bill, huh? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll pay for dinner. Excellent. All right, I love it. I love it. It's been too long. Love ya. Love you too. And I hang up and I take a deep swig of the mystery liquor. It just never gets easier to talk to him, does it? It never does. He's just, I don't even know what, who, who he is. Uh, like uh, some people age like a fine wine, but I feel like he's molding like a cheese, you know? But not like a good cheese. Like, not like there's a good some cheese good moldy cheese out there. Right. And you know, we all strive to be our best moldy cheese. But of he's just he's just he's he's like a like a craft singles. When yeah, the, and you left him out the, a little too long. Yeah, and like they're not even cheese, so they shouldn't mold. No one even knows what they're made of, and yet and yet there's something growing on them. Right, right. That's, like it's that's probably my brother. cheese, but probably not cheese at yeah. the same time. He's like he's a Velveeta. He's moldy Velveeta. Ooh. Well, that's upsetting. It's very upsetting. That's yeah, my brother. I can't have Velveeta. It gives me a stomachache. Oh, yeah. You know, I, there's probably gluten in there. I, probably, I, I haven't even tried having it in a long time. I am not gluten intolerant for the last time. You have to stop with this. Well, I am, which is why I'm, I was bringing it up. It's, it's a very, it's, it's, it's. Very, I know, but I feel like every time that you issue. bring up that you're gluten intolerant and gluten free, that you're telling me that I am too. 
I, I'm I'm sorry if that's what, what you're gleaning. I'm just saying it's it's part of my life. It's something that I take very seriously because it's a serious issue and and um it's important for other people to understand that it is a serious issue. It's not just some thing, it's something that is a that that affects that I affects my music. life. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just real worked up from talking to my brother. So uh so who is on your list of suspects at this point? Oh, right. The mystery. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the thread of this well, session. Yeah. Well, there's the mysterious Mr. Clegg. But didn't he come to um Carol's defense in the Um let me look. Uh he did start fighting Carol. Theo. Right. Yeah, yeah. He came in, yelled at Carol, Theo tried to help Carol, Hank tried to help Theo, okay. and then Scarlet hit Carol. So Scarlet's up there. And Mr. Clegg is up there. And Mr. Clegg, just because he's 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 a mystery. And possibly the last person that saw her alive. Whoever killed her is probably the last person to see her alive. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, and he yelled at her, so. Yeah, everyone everyone at the Jimmy Buffett concert was, or at the cheese, Par- Paradise Cheeseburger concert was the last person to see her alive. Okay. Um, yeah, so definitely Scarlet, Mr. Mr. Clegg, who is likely, possibly the... The boots guy. You know, it could be Liam again, since apparently Indeed, he was let yeah. out. He's, he's been let out. Was he Maybe we'll get like him for real middle, this time. Is he, was he let out this this morning or it something? Was, it was this morning, yeah. So after the crime occurred. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So. I'm still stuck on the Mr. Clegg thing, because he came in, he yelled at Carol, then he fought with Theo, and it's somewhere in there he put a map in her purse. Yes, he uh, he shoved a map at her. She took it and put it in her purse. So he was apparently talking heatedly at Carol, likely about something with the map. Who knows? Maybe he was mad about they had an appointment, potentially to go on a boat to go look at the different islands. And she could have told them that she wasn't looking anymore or needed more money keep going out and he could have been mad about that so i'm just speculating we won't know until we can talk to him but i'm looking for possible motive to keep him on our suspect list scarlet's easy scarlet yeah she's a she's a piece of work um all right so while we're waiting for your brother to get here and find mr clegg we could still try to look see if there's it's a it's the marina or whatever, and there are personal boats. I imagine as well, potentially like a yacht club scenario. They would have security cameras. I imagine we could just go try to see if there are any security cameras around where Carol's boat would have been. Maybe. I also had a weird thought, and I want to put it out here. In regards to the laser pointer and the weird tennis ball, mm-hmm. maybe we're looking for someone who has a dog. Or we should find out if Carol, if Carol had a dog. Um, so then we can just call. nix that. But You're right, if she yeah. didn't. Clues that connect. One of the, the things that the rules maybe suggest that I've not done is give you a list of all of the people that I intend to be suspects. Because, you know, the way it measures difficulty is by the number of suspects and stuff. Yeah. I added Hank, theoretically, Theo, Wari, and then Caliban. maybe... Caliban? Uh, yeah. 
and then uh, one more that you haven't actually found. So if you don't find him, then it doesn't really, um, I guess he doesn't really count. So Theo would be his motive might have something to do with what he is paying Carol. Yeah. Worry was sharing their rented uh, business space. There could have been like a competition there. Yeah. And then sunglasses just because we don't know him. Caliban? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cal- Cal- but he wouldn't commit a, a murder. Just he's because too, you, just he's too because attractive. you like him doesn't mean he's innocent. That's, I'm just saying. He just got here. Right. That's what he says. Now I'm starting to suspect him even more. I like him with a little bit of mystery. Come on. Right. Just, you know, a little bit of murder. Okay. Um, What shall we do while we wait for my brother? I heard Bertie suggest we find out who might have a dog. Yeah, I, I think that's a good lead to follow. Mm-hmm. Who knows Carol well? I mean, I guess we could go and see if we could talk to Theo, her ex-husband. See yeah, if we I get think, anything from that. But I think he's who we should be talking to, who we should be tracking down right now. And we should see what information we can get from Scarlet. Maybe mm-hmm. they're together and we can question them both in one in one fell swoop. Save some time. Yeah, save some time. Two birds, one swoop. <laughs> Do we know anything about where Theo would be? Can I, like, pull a meddling move to see if I can find his location from Facebook or something? Yes. You can You can Google him and see how that goes and see if you discover anything interesting. Okay. Well, we have Carol's last name, so I'll probably just type in Theo Carol Bouchard. Okay. Wait, so you're doing this on your Blackberry? You, you did say you have a Blackberry. I, you, said it, you did say it does have internet, though, I think. It'll just take a while. Just give me a minute. It'll load. It, it will. And if it ends up not loading, then I, I rip one of their phones out of their hands. Yeah. Yeah, Renette is just holding her phone up to you, like here. Just, just take, take mine. You, you just whatever you. Need. That would be a ten. Birdie, you do have a Facebook account. She would use it a lot. I think actually, I feel like Birdie would, yeah. And it would usually be like voice to text, Facebook posts. So yes. <laughs> you log in to your Facebook account on uh, Ronette's phone. I will remember the password. It's somewhere. I wrote it down. Wait, hand me my Blackberry. I have it on my notes. And yeah, uh, Theo Bouchard is a friend of a friend. You're not even friends on Facebook. Weird. Send a friend request. (laughs) (laughs) She might. (laughs) Oh, don't say that. She would. (laughs) Yeah. That's odd. I can't see his profile. Oh, I'll just request. You know, we just think you might have killed your ex-wife or friendship. <laughs> so you send him a friend request? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, his profile's not really locked down. He hasn't gone through his privacy settings. So you can look at all of his pictures. Uh, and you see one where he uh, checked in to uh, one of the condo complexes downtown. Oh, we've got a location, ladies. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> to the condo complex. Do you think these professionally taken? They're so high quality, these photos. Oh, my thumb. You don't get my, like, a... 
yeah, in most of my pictures, my thumb's blocking part of the camera. I just get used to seeing like a weird blur on one like side. Like a sunspot. Yeah. 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 You just kind of, you learn to overlook it, but then you see like pictures that don't have it and you're like, what? And that was meddling, right? Yes, it was. All right. I was going to ask because is this finding a clue or is this just finding where he lives so that we can go give him the third degree or whatever? Well, it says like, how otherwise does that gather work? information. Okay. Yes. So you've you've otherwise gathered information, and you're in Ringo. So you hand Renette's phone back. Bertie has not logged out of Facebook. Oh no! <laughs> I just put that in my pocket. <laughs> she wouldn't have. She wouldn't have logged out. She would have just like, oh, I'm done. All right, there you go. There are a couple of small-ish condo complexes on the island, and this one is not the nice one. This one is like the okay one. There's one that's worse. Uh, many of the parking spots are reserved for the owners, and some of them are empty. It looks like all the visitor parking spots are taken at this time. From my glove compartment, I put the um, flasks back in the glove compartment, and I pull out my um, handicapped sign, and I put it on the little dangly thing. I park in one of the owner's spots. You have this location... He looks what? like he would live in like a 3D apartment, you know? He yeah. looks like a 3D kind of guy. I mean, well, yeah, we're all seeing three-dimensionally. No, but like, I mean, the, the apartment, no, yeah. You get up to 3D, you knock, and on the inside, from the inside, you hear a a, a woof woof. A, a person saying woof woof? <laughs> no, you, you, hear a, woof, woof. you hear a dog very politely saying woof woof. Oh, sweet little baby. And a woman's voice saying, get down, get down, get back. The door opens and there is a woman in there with bright red hair. She looks like she's in her late 30s. And yeah, you recognize her from the surveillance video. Mm-hmm. Here is Scarlet. Hello, Scarlet. Yeah? Yeah. What? Oh, we're, we're just checking in. Um, we're helping uh, Fern, uh, Deputy Fern right now. Um so yeah, I'm, I'm sure you all know what's what's gone down at the harbor by now. No, what? Okay, you don't. So, um, I'm sorry. Hair, you said the way. you're you're with the police. I don't think we said that. Yeah, yeah. We're just friends of of Deputy Fern. Oh, you okay? So you're Fern's friends. I mean, mm-hmm. we like to help her. I I mean, I'd like to think we're friends, right, girls? Yeah. Say, you you'd say we're friends. I would. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, you know, we help each other out, you know, she's real, she's a real sweet kid. And, and you're here because why? Well, you know, there, uh, you might remember a bit of a scuffle at the siren last night. I mean, I have a vested interest in the siren because I I do some work for them sometimes, you know, most of the, for the, you know, the regular shows, not the, not the concerts, but you know, the, the regular burlesque shows I, I design and, and create a lot of the, a lot of the costumes. So, you know, I have a vested interest in, in the well-being of the siren. Um, Look, I don't care. I don't care about that. She crosses her arms and leans back and says, I don't care about that. Why are you well, here? Well, clearly you don't care because you did break some of the siren's property and uh, I think oh, they will be. Oh. Uh, Sally and uh, Ronnie might be uh, coming to you for recompense at some point. Just a heads up about that. Oh, That's well, thanks. Well, thanks. That's great. Thanks for thanks for the heads up. Go You're tell the one your. You broke a chair on a on a woman's face. No, I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Were, were you drinking a lot last night? Oh. You, you can't remember. Oh. Okay, 
Okay. Goodbye. And she closes the door. Uh, Gotta do something. I know I want to do something. Uh, I feel like I could speak up, but I don't know if our personalities will mesh very well. Yeah. I put my foot in the door and I say, you look like you're a woman scorned. And I certainly know something about that. Okay. So this is a day move. Yep. Tell me uh, what you're afraid will happen if things go horribly wrong. I'm afraid she's going to shut the door on me and hurt my foot. Yeah, I think if you fail this roll, that will probably happen. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's fun. Let's do it. You can do it. Uh, what is your ability? I will say vitality mm-hmm. because it involves strength and endurance or raw physicality. And so jumping in there, getting your foot like jumping agility. In jumping right. into the fray. Yeah. Plus vitality. That was sheer luck. Uh, that's an 11. Nice. Tell us how this keeps her from shutting the door. I whip out a third flask from my bag. You look like you need to tell your story, and it seems like no one's been listening. So here, have a glass on me. Tell us what's going on. You can't keep this bottled up. It's going to shrivel you up like a raisin. Take it from me. I am sort of newly divorced, and it still stings every single day. And let me tell you, I have been a woman scorned before. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Exactly. Yep. I'm just hyping her up in the back. You need to let it out. finish that quote. You need to let it out because you know what? It is beneath you. You shouldn't be spending so much energy on all of that. You just need to let it out and let it go. And you're going to be living your best life. There's one thing we've learned, my dear. It's to unburden yourself. Yeah. And you can do that with alcohol and talking to people. Definitely do the second more than the first. But do the first. Definitely do the first, if you need to, if you want to. I do. I take a swig from the thing (laughs) and then give it to her. She doesn't take the flask, but she looks at the three of you and says, um, so what, you, you just, you want me to unburden myself? What does that even mean? What I'm saying is... We are the witches of fate. <laughs> We're here to help you through this. All right. Okay. Get get your little Shakespeare butt out of here. We're talking about men. And we're talking about women. And uh-huh. I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Somebody has pissed you off royally very recently. Am I wrong? No. No, you're not wrong. Saying- We have learned that it helps to sit down and just talk about it. Tell your truth. It'll make you feel so much better. Just unburden your soul. Say everything you need to, especially if you don't have to say it to their face, because that way there's no consequences. If you get it all out and then you know exactly what you need to say the next time you see them, if you've already said it once, it's much better for you. If you wait until you see them to let it all burst out, then it's not going to be it's not going to be what you want it to be. You're not going to be able to have the last laugh or the last word if you don't know what you're going to say in the first place. It's like yeah. a form of preparation, meditation even. Yeah, your lines will land better if you practice. <laughs> That's why I don't call my ex-husband anymore. I send him nasty emails <laughs> because I can edit. 
All right. You want to know something? First of yeah. all, I don't I don't care about your ex-husband. <laughs> I don't either. Great. Yeah. We have so much in common. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. Marriage is a sham. Nothing about marriage is good for anyone. And I'll tell you what else. Sometimes people get divorced and then they start dating other people. And then you find out that they're still hung up on their ex. And that's no good for anyone. You think I'm mad? Oh, yeah, I'm mad. Because I'm not a home wrecker. I'm not going around sleeping with married men. Sometimes men just, they lie and they lie. And, and you, they lie. And, they, and you end up sleeping with them anyway. And that's not on you. That's on them. They should yeah. be clear with what's happening from the get-go. Yeah. If yeah. they're looking for someone who's okay with sleeping with married people, who is not in like a consensual open relationship, then they need to find someone like that. They shouldn't be lying to you. Yeah, that's not me. That's not I'm, you. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad all the time. There's not a day that goes by when I don't want to put my fist through a wall or somebody's face. Why don't you go back to your pal Fern and tell her I said that, huh? Go tell her I said, if she comes around here, then she's going to have to have to answer to me too. So I don't want to hear none of that from her. I don't want to hear none of that from Theo. I don't want to hear none of that from three old ladies showing up at my door asking me to okay, bear my soul. Really yeah, I, I wouldn't call this old, but I, I mean, offered you boobs. I thought it was like a thing. We had a camaraderie. Come on, angry at the world. You think I just go around drinking in the middle of the day? You could. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that? It's five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) She says that and immediately gets this look of like regret on her face. (laughs) She looks at you when you say that and it's like five o'clock somewhere. Like her eyes just kind of drift off for a minute. Are you a parrot head? We don't know each other well enough for me to answer that question. I feel like that's a pretty surface level question, but I mean, you do you. Are we done here? Anything else you want from me? What's your dog's name? Looks like a buttercup. (laughs) Ruby. She opens the door a little bit. Oh, sweet little angel Ruby. Oh my goodness. I'm just going to tell you one thing and then we'll get out of your hair. You're lucky. You still have Jimmy Buffett in your life because my ex-husband got Buffett in the divorce. All right. So you don't know how good you have it. She stalks out. Uh, I, Renette stands there for a minute trying to navigate what you just said. Like, I think that means that us are bringing her to the coffee shop for that show is a Take Buffett Back tour. Yeah, we can, we can turn it into something good. We'll frame okay. it. But anyway, um, Ruby, you are a precious little angel, and I love you very much. Scarlet, I hope you have a lovely day. Ruby holds the tennis ball in her mouth and wags her tail uh, very enthusiastically. The tennis ball? The or tennis ball a... that was that was already in her mouth when... Okay, the okay. tennis. She, was she, all, she already door. had one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Noted. Okay. Scarlet, I see that you have a lot of anger, and that's... That's a fine emotion. We all feel that way. And I will tell you something I have learned in my long years, that channeling that anger in a healthy way is just better for your health and your outlook on life and your mentality. And then she hands her her card uh, for (laughs) Nitwit Haven. Stop by my store anytime. 
just tell them if I'm not there, tell Calliope that Georgie sent you. We'll get you set up with some knitting lessons and just a great, get you started on a good meditative hobby to help you, you know, channel that anger in a constructive way. Renette also jumps on that and hands her business <laughs> card. And I'm just saying my bespoke corsets are a dream. They're so wonderful for boosting your confidence. Not that, not that you need it. I mean, you are gorgeous. I mean, oh my God. Um, but you know, that's, it's just a really, it, you, you feel so good wearing something that makes you look that amazing, you know? And, uh, you know, you deserve, you deserve to feel amazing because uh, you're pretty cool. You hear a hug from Ringo. Ah, that's our cue. (laughs) She looks at the two business cards, looks up at the two of you, and flicks them into a bush, closes the door. Okay. I grab the business card and I chuck it under the mat. (laughs) I write 7% off on on my (laughs) card. Do you have questions about anything or, or um, anything you want to talk about before we... Uh, what kind of dog was Ruby? A Cocker Spaniel. Aww. Aww. Uh, black and white. What food did we eat at the Italian restaurant? <laughs> what food? Yeah, I'm kidding. Oh, I, I, uh, Renette had a fried ravioli. Oh, incredible. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, girls. What, do, what, what are we doing? Well, we have yet to find Theo. Mm-hmm. We've still got a couple hours before my brother shows up with hopefully some information. And we could also poke around the harbor. Yeah, we haven't really investigated that so much. And that's, yeah, except for talking to Hank, verifying who the, who the deceased was. That's really all we did. Where did we land on? Did we talk all about trying to see... If there were security cameras around the harbor, oh. any from any of the businesses that are there, or like if there if people like a yacht club surveillance situation, we did not find Theo at this apartment, but I feel like we'd most likely be able to find him if we went to the harbor, because there's a good chance that he was there to. Um, you know, witness and find the body or something. Yes, I, I mean, I didn't want to say it, but that's yeah. absolutely what I was thinking. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good idea where we can spend our next couple hours before dinner. Perfect. To the harbor. Let's do it. <laughs> so you're in Ringo. What is the soundtrack of the drive back to the harbor? I feel like this one is straight '60s rock at this point. All along the watchtower. Um, a little bit like that. Some some Jimi Hendrix, a little bit of Jefferson Airplane. You know, we're getting ourselves in that rock vibe. Traffic today has been fairly light. It is continuing to be fairly light. You've got your way back to the downtown area. You have a number of places to park. Do you want to park right by the harbor? Do you want to park? Where do you want to where do you want to park? Let's park a little ways off in case we need to step away to confer. Okay, I do an yeah. awful parking job. <laughs> I I expected no less. She's in the lines, but it is so turned, so slanted that it is impossible to get on either side of her without worrying about your car getting like yep. hit by hers or vice versa yeah. in some way, shape, or form. 
Yeah, and I think my car is still parked at the harbor. So I'm just like, okay, don't park next to my car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, then we could be able to leave okay, quickly if we need to. Away at least, okay? Okay, 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 okay. You are back. You are downtown. It does look like the emergency rescue boats are no longer in the harbor. The police presence is no longer here. Uh, and there is no longer a group of people rubbernecking about. Is there still a sunglasses guy? No, he is not here anymore. Shame. I mean, that makes sense. It's been a while. He doesn't probably doesn't typically spend an entire 10-hour day just leaning against a light post. Light post? Is that a thing? Lamp post. Lamp post. <laughs> We're doing great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so where would you like to go? What is your plan? That's Maybe a good question. Scan around the area where the police presence was to see if maybe there was something they left behind. Um, maybe they they missed a bit of evidence that could have been there. Just kind of see the general area where her body was dredged up. So the way the harbor is set up around this area uh, is that there's sort of like a an old wooden boardwalk with um, along the edge of the harbor, but then there are a series of piers that go out where you can tie up your boat. You can rent a spot to be your your semi-permanent boat docking area. Some of the fishermen here, but it's mostly light this time of year. There was the one particular pier where Fern was and her assistants were down at the end of that one. And right now, it's, it's fairly clear now. There are a few boats tied up there, but not many. You also have Hank's office station as the harbor master. That's also here. And you can see that he's still in there, still busy. There's another guy in there with him at this point. Would Carol's boat be here? Did we ever uh, think about the, looking for her boat? Let's no, see I don't think that came up. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Sounds like some great idea. ideas always. Oh my God. Yeah. How do you find that boat? Would there be like a, a pier for whatever her business? Look like she'd have a business office, but that boat's got to live somewhere. We could check out our Facebook uh, business page. Yeah. Pictures of the boat and it'd probably have the boat's name. Another great idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to do that in the car? Because, you know, then I have like the AC running. There's it's also there. like early, <laughs> early spring. So it's still chilly out. And so you could, but that doesn't. I would do it anyway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for aesthetic purposes. Which of you knows harbor procedure the best? Who knows how how boats work around here? Probably Georgie, because she's grown up here and she has a lot of students who worked at the docks, probably. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, you deliver muffins every morning. I do. Georgie, you know that renting a place to tie up your boat here in the harbor is similar to renting a parking spot. There might be numbers, but there aren't signs saying... This is Mike's spot. We still have Carol's day planner, right? You do? <laughs> I would like to look for a reference to a parking, a rented parking spot somewhere in her day planner. There is an area in the front of the day planner where there is some personal information, like a phone number and an address. Hey, Theo's address. <laughs> Perfect. And also... Pier C, number 46. That would have been helpful before we... <laughs> we might... We, maybe 
maybe next time we check on that before. I mean, that's that's on all of us. That that is I, really you know. I yeah. Next time maybe we flip through the whole day planner. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I thought maybe that the boats didn't think about Theo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. To to POC. Yes. And then to this address here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so you find Pier C. Most of the fishing boats that are tied up here, they're back for the day because uh, that work is done early in the morning. Though it's still not tourist season and a number of the spots are reserved for the rich tourists who just come in with their with their very nice motorboat later in the in the season. But hey, you walk down Pier C. There are still a fair number of boats tied up here. Some of them smell like fish. A couple of them look pretty nice. Pretty nice. Oh, I bet you could probably sleep five people on that one. And spot number 46 does not have a boat tied up. All right. I'm going to just try to investigate the area around, like in it, see if there's something like caught on the caught on the side of the, the pier. That could be a clue. Sure. Are you going to so meddle? I'm going to meddle. Yeah. It's, it's, that's just a five. Yeah, so you start looking around, uh, Ronette. Start looking for maybe footprints. What are you even looking for around here? Looks like something bumped into this pylon at some point. I don't know if that's a clue. Maybe not. But as you are sort of looking about, you end up running your hand over one of the, the pylons that people tie up their boats, and you get a pretty wicked splinter. Oh my god! In your right Look hand. At this wicked splinter. <laughs> and I have something for that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've got I've got some thick uh sewing carelesses. So this the fact that this splinter even went through is honestly good for it. I'm impressed, is all. Well, that's a health hazard if I ever saw one. Who's taking care of this dock? It's ridiculous. I I just take out the splinter. <laughs> It's it was harder than you thought after rolling a five. It feels like maybe it's gonna take like a day or two to heal, and that's gonna make some sewing work painful. Oh my god. It probably won't be right. more than two days to heal. All right, Renette, you've been through this before. It's fine. You can power through. You'll find something less less strenuous on your hands to do. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> Oh, talk myself off You're the edge of the You're an excellent crafter. I'm sure we'll find something to occupy your mind and hands in the I meantime. just got to be doing something, and this is what I do. We'll find oh. some. We'll find something. Okay, I can, I can, I can sew one-handed, probably. I mean, I've done it before. We can get you set up on like cross stitch. That's a one-handed sewing project. I do some embroidery. Yeah, I guess I can make it work. Which hand? <laughs> Which hand is <laughs> right hand. Oh my god. Oh, it's all over for me. <laughs> Just think of it like a vacation for a couple days. No. Okay. I'm not gonna. It All right. Crafters got a craft. <laughs> we are really off our game today. Like I know I know for me not to bring it back to myself. But, like, it's been a tough day for me, you know? And now I feel like this is just the... It's the icing on the cake. Yeah. And you oh, still got that flask. Yeah. Just need to <laughs> sterilize the gut. Maybe, well, I, I don't remember which one you drank from, but the other one was vodka, maybe? 
Sure, we'll find out. Okay. I, I, I sterilize my cut. <laughs> so I take a sip of that too. You feel a little bit better, but your hand is still a little sore. Oh, we got this, Renette. We'll, we'll, we'll power through, Renette. It's going to be fine. Did we get our end of session thingies? I think we can do that now. We have a couple right. couple minutes to talk about those. So um, I had, uh, did you dote on someone? And that my my sort of attempt at that was in the bookstore with Ellen, um, though it was framed as uh, a bit of a manic outburst. Um, it was still an outburst of affection and love. So I'm hoping that counts. I um, picked it up as an, a dote on. I, in fact, I was like, oh, I think that's one of her goals. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my second one was, did you share your wisdom with a young person? And I'm hoping if you squint saying, uh, be lucky you still have Buffett with, with Scarlet. That, that may not work as well. Okay. 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 I think Ellen works, but I think that. Um, okay. Yeah. I think maybe um, if you were really trying to get over your wisdom, maybe your approach would have been a little different. Mm, okay. That's fair. You know what? That's okay. I didn't succeed this time. That's all right. There's always another time. You still get one though, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I know not to choose that one ever again, because I don't think that Birdie's ever going to willingly share wisdom without some sort of aggression involved. <laughs> if you knew it was good for you. <laughs> Listen to me. My goals were also, um, did you share wisdom with a young person? And did you show someone that you've still got it? I don't know. <laughs> well, you certainly are building a relationship with Pickles. Yeah, he's a, he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. What is it that you still got? The ability to elbow in on a business deal. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I see it as more of a partnership, but yeah. <laughs> free Wi-Fi if you shop at Renette's store and show proof of purchase <laughs> when you come to Knitwit Haven. I, I, I don't think I, I successfully still got it. Uh, maybe, maybe, I, I, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. But I pro- I think I did share wisdom. You did, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Definitely. Now I we'll see how how much pickles retains his uh, his character arc might be very very gradual. Nice. That's, That's okay because okay. you're building a relationship with him. So like yeah. every conversation is just like a little more imparting wisdom. He's a sweet kid. Sixteen. He's still got time. Yeah, he's got plenty of time. Um. I also did wisdom with a young person and I did share memory of late family member. So my thing was where Josh, he always felt like we had to support people in this town. So like that's doing this is honoring his legacy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then wisdom with a young person. I first tried with the lawyer to be like the next time you're going to approach a group of friends having lunch, you might want to think about, and then I've learned that meditating and preparing helps. That might not have counted because I don't know if she counts as a young person. <laughs> but also then when we approached Scarlett, she again was like, 
you know, one thing we've learned is you have to unburden yourself and like tell your truth and how, here's how you channel anger. Like she kind of loops it in. It's together. Like, here's how you pull yourself together and do a thing is what I've learned over the, over these years. But, mm-hmm. uh, that was my, those are my attempts. <laughs> yeah. The one in the restaurant probably qualifies. Okay. Cause she, uh, here's how you do a social interaction. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, she was receptive to it. Okay. I, I, don't, I I hope that like she, uh, I don't know. Honestly, all, all the times you brought up knitting as a way to calm down and meditate. I think that counts. Yeah. <laughs> counts yeah. <a> wisdom. <laughs> okay. Mechanism. It is. Mm-hmm. Those are important. Yeah. I'm just trying to spread the love of knitting and impart my wisdom to young people. <laughs> I'm just trying to to spread the confidence of a, of a of a good corset. It goes hand in hand, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you feel good about about how you look, how you feel, then you you feel good about making things with your own down hands. It's it's, it's it, it all comes together. Yes, <laughs> and I think she was she was open to that anyway because uh, I I think she was legitimately trying to like sort of reach out. And caution. We're all you. like, what? <laughs> you come into my gluten free Italian restaurant. How dare you? How dare you? I sort of lost the thread of what we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just having so much fun playing a 60 to 70 year old. Yeah. Depending on what did we have specific ages? Have we decided? I mean, I know, I know You're exactly. 69. I'm 69. Nice. <laughs> I thought you all were actually. You know what? Like, we all are. We're all 69. <laughs> we like it. Nice. Nice. Just so we can say nice at least once a session. Nice. 